On this episode of the pod, we discuss the season two finale of Westworld, The Passenger. Another 10 episodes up, 10 episodes down. Westworld, what is he doing, baby? Join us as we pour it all over. Hey, friends. Welcome to the Pour Over Podcast, hosted by myself, Dill, and Joe. Each week, we bring you our thoughts on a certain episode of a TV show, and most importantly, chit-chat about the very thing so many of us depend on each morning, coffee. So what's up, man? How's it going? It's pretty good, man. It's just uh, today's President's Day, so, yeah. you know, celebrating the great presidents of our nation, I guess, <laughs> and we get a day off at school, so I just, you know, catching up on some work, unfortunately, and also, um, you know, just going around town. I, I got a new car-ish hey. on rental, so uh, I'm just, uh, you know, ran a couple errands today, but nothing nice. too special. What about you? Yeah, I mean, for all the Monday holidays, they don't really make a lot of difference for me because I don't have class on Mondays. So for me, it's just another Monday. And also, talking to a lot of my friends, majority of them don't get today off of work, it seems mm. like. Uh, really? Except for, you know, people who work in schools or, like, people who work for the banks or the government, essentially, it seems like. Yeah. So, yeah, for me, just another Monday. I can't complain because, you know, I don't have school. I don't have work today. Yeah. But, nice, nice. Yeah, so just hanging. How have your coffee experiences been this week? Yeah, it's been... I've actually had a couple of days where I didn't drink coffee at all this week. Oh, um, taking risks. Kind of. Not, not necessarily on purpose, but more of a... Well, one, to be real... It's because all I have left is a bean and bruise. Oh, that no. That kind of dissuades me a little bit because I'm like, uh, do I want to drink that or do I want to drink nothing? Mm. There's a day or two where, where I just chose nothing. Um, Dang. But otherwise, it's, it's also like, you know, I think there was one day where I just like didn't get a, get a good night of sleep the day before. Mm-hmm. I think it's hard for me to fall asleep. So I was like, ah, maybe a little too much energy. So I'm just going to make myself tired so that I could sleep well. I I think that strategy mostly worked out. Mm -hmm. Um, So in terms of home brewing, did not brew as much. I did go to one coffee shop this week, though, which was actually pretty cool. Uh, It's in downtown Dallas. It's called Otto's. Um, I think Mm -hmm. it's Otto's Coffee and Food or Coffee and Fine Food or something like that. Okay. Um, but it's a it's a cool aesthetic experience, I guess I would say. Mm. So it's like it's in this historic hotel downtown in Dallas, and then okay. they have the coffee shop down in there. And you walk in, and the the word I would use to describe it is like masculine. Oh. Because um, like all the walls are black, so like black everywhere. And then mm-hmm. they have like nice wood tables. Some of the chairs are leather, you know, just kind of this wow. um, certain aesthetic, certain vibe about it. Then also mm-hmm. in the hotel next to the coffee shop, they have like a barber and like a shoe shine. Oh, and yeah. There's actually people there. I actually saw people get haircuts and stuff. I don't know how much that costs, but, you yeah. know, it's all <laughs> good. <clears throat> so yeah, Autos was it, it was pretty good. The the manager and the barista there were super nice. Um, I was mm. there with some friends that don't really drink coffee that much or don't drink sure. coffee at all. So okay. they're you know answering questions like kind of asking like oh yeah what do you like to drink what do you usually drink you know so they're right. they're super helpful. 
and it was like, hmm. I don't know, it was like five at night, five or six or something, so it was like pretty late. Wow. I was like, do I want okay. coffee? Because, <laughs> you know, like I just said, I was like trying I'm not trying to, to stay up and all that. Right. But I was like, it's my first time here. I can't not get coffee. Hmm. Um, so I... I because I'm on that espresso kick, more specifically that Cortado kick. Ordered a Cortado. Nice. Yeah. Uh, overall, it was good. Not as good as that houndstooth that I talked about before. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's that's a hard bar to get up to. Um, yeah, I think they're, the Cortado they gave me was a little smaller than I've had at other places, which I think has the... okay. Um, consequence where I, I assume they add less milk. This is me just assuming the espresso shot is the same volume. May or may not be yeah, the case. Yeah, yeah. I think they add a little less milk, so like more of the espresso comes through, um, which for me is like a little more of that bitterness came through. Whereas like when I had that mm. houndstooth, um, it's super rich, super creamy, like I was saying. And I think yeah. that's because they maybe had more milk. So maybe it's a taste preference. Okay. So it was like, it was fine. I, I, it wasn't bad. They also use Oak Cliff coffee, which, you know, that's that's kind of my go-to. Right, right. Um, so, yeah, I, I liked it. I would go back, I think, more so for, like, the atmosphere and, like, it's a mm. cool place to be in. And the coffee yeah, was really. pretty good, too. But I feel like the, the aesthetic almost is more compelling to me than the coffee. Right. Yeah. Not to, not to say coffee's bad, but, you know. No, that's a, that's a difference maker. Aesthetics is definitely a big reason why I would go to one coffee shop over another. Yeah, so overall pretty good. Um, how's how's your coffee for you? Yeah, um, so personal brews have been pretty good. Um, I'm exclusively using the AeroPress lately, mm. and I'm just trying to finish up all the different beans I have. Uh, like like I've been kind of sharing in previous episodes. Just still working on that Ethiopian special you gave me. I still <laughs> got, um, I think I still have some of that Kona. And then I also mm-hmm. um, have that new bag of um, Panama beans. So I'm working on those three. I just kind of have them on rotation. And um, and yeah, I mean, overall, been pretty good. Kind of like just blasé, though. Like yeah. just drinking them and just kind of going through the motions. Um haven't had like a wow coffee experience in a while. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's is what it is. Yeah, you got to have yeah. the lows to to get the highs, you know what I'm saying? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I was actually going to buy some new beans. Oh, yeah, I was going to buy some new beans on the weekend, but it, timing and stuff just didn't really work out. I was going to go get some Island uh, coffee beans. I think I, I may have sent you a bag before. Um, so I might, I might still try to make it out there and buy something because while I, I, I think I could drink the bean and brews, it's one of those, like, I don't know if I could drink it long term on the daily. Um, sure. Yeah, I think I, I, I texted you. I, I brewed it on the V60 and... To me, is is fairly comparable to when I just like go to Starbucks and get that black coffee. Not so. It's not mm. to say like it's it's horrible or anything. It's just like not great, and I don't know if I want to do that yeah. every day. Yeah. Right. What kind of bean are you looking for? It's a good question. I think ever since I got that metal like pour over filter, it's mm. kind of made me want to see what different things taste like 
uh, with mm. that filter. Now that it like keeps more of the oils and stuff in there, and I think it just makes right. different coffees taste better. So actually, depending what they have, I might try to get like a Kenyan. You know, I know like that's that's more of mm. your kind of bean. And for me, yeah, is I feel. Yeah, it's just not necessarily my my taste preference is good, but I, and I prefer some other ones. So I was like, oh, I'd be interested to see what that's like um, right. with the metal filter. Because we bought that, like, Oak Cliff, like, specialty. Um, yeah, the Aficionar. Aficionar kind of thing. Yeah. And that on the uh, V60 with the metal filter was super good. Ooh. So I think I'm interested to see how the how the oils kind of um might might come into play if i'm making like a kenyan or you know ethiopian kind of kind of thing yeah you you got the those limey flavors coming in strong on that metal filter with the efficient yeah oil. yeah for sure so it was nice. good is i i liked it a lot sweet uh i don't know when i'm going to get another bag of beans uh i've been drinking at coffee shops a lot lately and i just mm-hmm. came back from one and I had a cappuccino there, and um, usually they're pretty good. But this time when I had it, the cappuccino just tasted like tofu. Like oh, tofu! Uh, uh, yeah. What? I think well, I shared this in the past. Happen. Yeah, but it's it's a weird, strange like curveball. Maybe because I'm Asian, like I identify with that mm. flavor very readily, but. Like the second I tasted it, I was like, "Man, this tastes like, um, like firm tofu. Hmm. Uh, just really strong, like soy flavor." Wow. The, 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 did you get soy milk in it? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's I'm not like a trying, trace of soy. Somehow, logic my my way. Like, how does it get there? But okay, that's not yeah. that's not a good flavor profile. Um, no. I don't know where that falls on the coffee compass, but I don't, I don't think that's good tofu. Yeah, it could be like on the meaty side, you know, for our <laughs> vegans out there. Oh man, that's kind of kind of the struggle. I'm sorry you had to had yeah. to go through that. Well, you know, highs and lows, right? So that's true. That's it's, uh, true. It's part of the mm. coffee game. Yeah, you have any any good like food stuff happening? You know, if coffee's just been all right, any good on the on the food end? Food, uh, well, you know, there's there's a place underneath my loft that serves the best smoked wings. Ooh, best! I don't know if you're like a wing guy. I'm yeah, sure you're sure. a wing guy. Yeah. <laughs> um, but like they have these smoked wings that like dry rubbed, and then they um, I guess they smoke them in 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 the back and then um it comes with like a hot dipping sauce and then mm. a like sriracha mayo or not sriracha mayo sriracha blue cheese mm-hmm. um and it's like super good mm. sound that sounds super good hmm. yeah, yeah what about you i uh this weekend i actually had a friend visiting town so we actually went around and that, that's why i was downtown went to autos and all that we had, we had a few. We had, like, a number of, you know, because we ate out. Oh. So we, we ate at a bunch of different places. Um, but last night, one of the places um, I went to with some people from church. I don't know if you ever went to Lion City Cafe um, in Plano. Mm. They they serve mm. uh, Malaysian food. Oh, okay. And it was, it was fantastic. I, 
I immediately got on Yelp. Well, not immediately. I got on Yelp today, giving five stars. I was like, this is oh, it right dang. here. Dude, that's that's high praise. Yeah, yeah. It's like your quintessential like mom and pop shop. Like literally, it's the husband and wife doing everything. Okay. And they they have like one one other employee like that, that kind of does some prep work, but yeah. Otherwise, it was it's just them, you know. And so like wow. I think they got a lot of regulars, and they know like sometimes service is a little bit slower if they get busy, just because they don't have a lot of people. Um, but yeah, oh. the food was super good. Um, they had that like Hainan, uh, chicken rice where mm-hmm. like the, the, the rice is made in the chicken broth and all that. Yeah. And so I could just eat the rice plain and it'd be fantastic. Of course. Um, yeah, they had that, uh, they had, they made us fried chicken. Um, they had this dish where it was like okra stir fried with some seafood and like sambal mm. sauce. Ooh, okay. and it's like a little That's spicy you know got the okra in there it's, it's super good um mm. yeah the one, one of the guys from my church one, one of the uncles he he goes there he says he goes there like every other day and i don't think he's exaggerating <laughs> <laughs> yeah but he, you know because they they like him a lot he's it's interesting because i went with some of the like older people from my church and like we when we walked in all of them like immediately went and like started getting drinks for themselves. They like went behind the counter. They had these like empanada type things. Um, And like one of them just went up and like took it out of the container it was in and just started eating it. And I was like, is is this like your house or something? (laughs) Um, But I guess that's just how they do it. Um, Mm. Yeah. So it's like super mom and pop, like hole in the wall um, kind of deal. Dang, and, uh, that's, that's where the best all the people is, that are regulars seem super tight. Like one of the guys from another table just came up and like he talked to the guy from my church. He's like, "Hey man, you want a beer?" Kind of thing. Oh wow! Um, so it's it it interesting. I, I don't really go to a lot of places like that. I think. Yeah. But, yeah. That's legit. All right. So you would recommend? Yeah, I would recommend Lion City. Hit it up if okay. you are in North Dallas. Will do. Will do. Yeah. All right, well, uh, I think we should reserve a good amount of time for this episode discussion. Oh, yeah. However, um, you know, I will say that this was a crazy kind of dropping bombs, super convoluted episode um, that I wasn't able to write a summary. So because there's just so much going on. But uh, we can just talk in kind of generalities about the plot of the episode. So my understanding is that this episode, The Passenger, was kind of connecting the two timelines that have been kind of going through this whole season. And we kind of learn kind of what Bernard did and also kind of the implications of that. Um, So... I guess I won't really go into it. Maybe we can talk more about the episode's plot and uh, things like that when we rehash the whole season because I think it's going to need that whole context to Mm -hmm. be able to really understand it. So, I mean, what did you think about The Passenger? Yeah, this... Well, one, this is another one of those episodes that was like an hour and a half, so it was longer. Yeah. And um, I... Like, partway through the episode, I kind of got that vibe where I was like, oh, I think this is going to be long. So I, I like, checked. So I kind of primed myself. Whereas, you know, Uh in the other episode that did that, like, we were both, like, had no idea. We were like, man, this is a long episode. Um, Right. 
But yeah, this though, afterward, I feel like there's there's at least like three episodes in one. You know, I feel like there's just so mm-hmm. much happening. Um, I agree. This. And but I overall I liked it a lot though. I felt like oh. it was a good. Well, I think I think it was like a good payoff kind of for mm. like having had watched the whole season two at this point, and and that like they kind of tied some stuff in together for the most part. Um, a lot of the mm-hmm. different questions we might have had or references like side things happening that just weren't explained quite yet. Um, yeah, yeah, and then. Yeah, so I feel like it kind of, kind of all came together in a nice, relatively, I mean, Westworld cohesive way. But, yes, uh, that bar is pretty low. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's true. That's true. And we, 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 we talk even more. I, I'm thinking one specific, but we, we oh. get to that later. But Yo, we got, um, we got to talk about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah. So overall impressions, I, I, I think I enjoyed it. Um, that there's some things that are kind of like, nah, but it's like a season finale. They kind of had to wrap stuff up, but yeah. yeah. What 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 were your initial takeaways after watching it? Yeah, Dill, I'm glad you liked the episode. I'm Ooh. glad that it, it reverberated and resonated within you. But I did not like this one. Oh man, this was man. The whole episode, I was like cringing in my stomach, in my in my face. Wow, I was like, this is not how I want this to end. For real? And, yeah. I mean, so from the very beginning, we realized that the man in black is not a host, right? Mm-hmm. Like, when he's checking himself. Yeah. And then in the end, you're like, what? Like, maybe he is? Mm. And, and um, like, in the beginning, I was like, okay, okay, I got that. Okay, cool, cool. He's not a host. And I feel like finding at the end that when he is, is like a little, is like a little, I don't know. It, to me, it sums up my, feelings toward Westworld it's like here's one thing and it's like oh turn around like it's actually something else like they just oh, they just yeah. like playing with you super hard like and mm. with the um the one of the biggest twists in this episode the uh Dolores Charlotte uh kind of yeah. you know reversal I was like do I I just couldn't I just couldn't decide if I liked it or not it was like I don't mm. know yeah I, I get that. I get that. There are definitely some like cheesy cliche things where like ah please, um, and the decisions they had to make to basically wrap up the story and keep it moving forward, like specifically mm-hmm. that whole Dolores, Charlotte Hale thing. Yeah, I'm, I'm like kind of undecided on that. I, I didn't particularly love it. I didn't hate it. It's more like that's just what they had to do, in my opinion. I guess. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, basically to set up because you know it seems like you know when we talk this talk about this more in the wrap up episode, but it seems like season three will be more about you know hosts in the real world, you know trying to try to figure yeah. all of that out and whatever happens there. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I, I thought mm. like like so like uh, kind of in the beginning of the episode is is everybody converging on the valley. Like all right, right. all people, all the hosts, all the different storylines were meeting each other there. Mm-hmm. Like Maeve and her crew, um, Ghost Nation, like Akechita and all all the other hosts, Dolores and Man in Black. Um, right, you know Delos. Like everybody, everybody was going. Um, and I felt like the like 
the setup, the kind of cinematography for that, it felt super epic. And they had like mm. all the music and stuff too. So I, I, I thought yeah. that was just enjoyable for me. Like like it was cool. Like everyone it seemed like they were moving toward toward the toward their goal, I guess, or whatever. And then I mean okay. yeah, it felt sorta like what what is it? Cheesy? I don't know, like Inception y. <laughs> like when, once they switched oh, okay. to like Delos, it was just like the the music got super dramatic. Then you see like Clementine riding on a horse in front yeah, of yeah. All, all the little Humvee things. I was like, oh, yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I just kind of let it be. I just accepted it like it was. And I was like, okay, this is cool. I thought I, I, I just took it in. But man, maybe you didn't you didn't like that quite as much. No, no, man. You thought it was epic? I thought it was cheesy AF. Really? Like, I felt like... <laughs> I felt like the whole Maeve thing, first of all, showing up like, oh, like, I saved myself, like, with the cloak and stuff. <laughs> I was like, this is straight from Star Wars. Like, this is like, this is like, you know, like, Obi-Wan Kenobi coming back. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And I then, that uh, one. and then um, also, uh, what was it? When they were jumping off the cliff yeah. to enter the sublime, I thought that was really cheesy, too. Yeah, uh, and you saw the weird. body fall off, and then what I didn't understand also was okay, if Charlotte is trying to stop these hosts from getting to the sublime, how can she even mm. see it? Because we we realize that the humans can't see that sublime thing, so mm. she's just what she's seeing is just these hosts falling off a cliff. So why would she even want to try and stop them if they're already kind of commit gonna look like they're committing suicide? Hmm. Does That's that make a good sense? Point. I don't know. I think they're, they're, were they just trying to like regain control and just kind of like wipe them out. So maybe well, they were killing them. So I mean, yeah, yeah, they were they were because that's that's what Clementine was doing. I'm mean, that I, I thought the I thought Clementine's role would be a little more significant, but it, it wasn't. Mm, she just true. got like shot down and, and she died. <laughs> she was like a little puppet. It was it was sad, honestly. Yeah, a little bit, and still she had no lines. Like, right. That's, that's, until the end, she like she didn't say anything. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean that's a good question. I I don't know. I mean I guess that was just their plan originally, and whether they knew why they were going to the valley, I'm I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. But maybe they're just like yeah. I mean we we gotta just wipe them all out either to protect yeah. what's in the forge, you know, because Charlie knows about that, or True. just just because. They need to t- kill them because the host are uprising or whatever. Right. Um, hmm. Hmm. Man. Okay, well, let's, let's, let's move past kind of our differences with the cringiness <laughs> and the epicness. Um, what did you think about the, the various uh, plot points in this episode with... So, I mean, what do you think about um, Bernard... And him kind of almost being this antagonist to Dolores, right? Because mm-hmm. he's supposed to be like the antagonist. Like Dolores has this line in the end is like, we need each other, even though you're probably going to come against me and I'm going to come yeah. against you. Um, but I guess in general, what did you think about Bernard's storyline this episode? I mean, I, yeah, again, I think the, the whole season is really centered around Bernard, in, in a lot of different ways, mm-hmm. and I like this one, like ha- having that all kind of, kind of come together. Um, he still like 
wasn't really aware, it seemed like, you know, when he was going with Dolores, like, down and... Dolores was basically like, hey, you're coming with me, you know, kind of thing. And he just kind of went along mm-hmm. with it. And then, like, in the Forge and stuff, the, like, pseudo-Logan-slash-system thing, talking to Bernard yeah, yeah. is like, hey, Bernard, you've been here many times. You know, you told me all these things and whatever. And he... The whole time, he just feels like he's just being pushed along with mm-hmm. whatever's happening around him because he, he can't remember. He, like, doesn't know. Right. Um. Yeah, and, like, for him, I, I feel like the most interesting part was, was at the end when he basically... Well, he, he had decided to kill Dolores because he... Bernard, like, I, I guess... Because he's accused by Dolores of basically just trying to play both sides. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's trying to protect the host, but also trying to be on Delosis and, like, the human side and stuff. Whereas mm-hmm. Dolores is basically, like, kill everybody ever kind of right, right. mode. Just get what's yours. Yeah, yeah. Um, she's much more extreme and, like, harsh in, in, in one sense. And Bernard's kind of, like, more trying to be in the middle. Right. Um, I was I was surprised he shot her and killed her. Mm-hmm. Um, hmm. which for him, I mean, I guess it makes sense. Cause he, he like thought it through, like he, he sees her motivations right. and is like, you're not going to stop basically. You right. know, you're not going to see reason, at least from his perspective. And so mm-hmm. he, he kills her. Um, I feel like that was, if I could just mm-hmm. comment, I feel like that was one of the only conscious choices that Bernard made in this episode. Mm-hmm. Because after that point, he was all falling into Ford slash Dolores' plan. Yeah, but it's it was like the then the twist that came after that was oh yeah because I was like oh yeah Bernard's kind of standing up for himself. But then the twist because he um well, he goes back with Delos or gets found or whatever, and then it, the the flashback is like he sees was it Elsie get killed by Charlotte. Mm-hmm. Um, which was kind of sad. I was like, well, I guess Elsie's actually gone this time. Yeah, that was um, sad. Maybe yeah, I mean, that, hey, that caught me off know. guard. Yeah, yeah, I was, I was surprised. And then for a second, I was like, because she told him to freeze all motor functions, and I was like, is he gonna be stuck forever? <laughs> yeah. um, it's like you know, until right, someone right. finds him. You know, right, there's a little plot like, hole there. Yeah, this is like wear off when the person's voice, like when they die, like their their power over you stops. Oh. Like it shouldn't, but that's what yeah, happened. Yeah. Um, so, you know, whatever, that's, a, that aside, then he, like, conjures up Ford, basically, because mm-hmm. he's like, oh, I need you, you know, kind of, so he, he, I feel like he quickly goes through a lot of different changes, because he, mm. he, he decides, like, Dolores, like, nah, like, you, you, you have to be stopped, then yeah. he realizes, when he sees Charlotte kill Elsie, that, you know, humans can't be trusted either, like, this is not okay, mm-hmm. and then he, mm. He conjures up Ford and and starts on his plan to do all, all the stuff that he does, but then it's revealed that it's really just him thinking to himself. Because um, he because mm. Ford because at the end when when mm-hmm. he was yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Um, I forgot what specific scene, but he's basically like oh you're not really there like talking to Ford. Right, it was me all along. Yeah, so like ultimately it was actually like Bernard's plan kind of coming out. At least at right. the end in the finale, so I thought he he went through a lot of different shifts, kind of up and down. Um, yeah, and yeah, I don't know. I thought that was very fast, maybe a little too fast. But yeah, that I mean, that was it was a lot to take in for sure. 
I think it's saying multiple things. Like with Charlotte killing Elsie, that was kind of, I guess, Bernard's awakening. Like, mm-hmm. you know, the character deaths in this episode seem to spur the other characters on. Like with the mm. Teddy dying thing. That's a good point. Then again, actually, the Teddy dying thing didn't really change Dolores that much. She That's was true. still kind of on her plan. But for Bernard, I think maybe Elsie was just that significant to him, like that dear mm-hmm. to him, that that maybe kind of changed up his programming to where he could kind of break out of that freeze-all motor functions. And, you know, that just kind of made him think differently. Um, yeah, and and then also, like, I don't know. He, he is such a... He's such a malleable character that at the mm-hmm. very end of the episode, I'm not even sure he knows that that was his plan or if he intended to kind of give Dolores, kind of let Dolores into the world. Mm. I, I don't, I don't know. What do you, th- is the, is the, is the, um, the, the sphere that was in Dolores's the back of her head, was that mm. planted by Bernard? Yeah, I think so. Um, I think there, well, it doesn't show it specifically, but it shows him like doing something with that. I, I think, I guess, cause I mean, cause it's still, that's the key to unlock mm-hmm. the forge or whatever. So that, that has to be Abernathy's, um, thing or whatever. Right. So yeah, it's like, it's weird cause Bernard this whole season has just been really confused and, and whatever. And now it's, it's explained because he he scrambled his own memories so mm-hmm. that Delos wouldn't know what he was doing, specifically with the uh, Hale-Dolores swap thing. Yeah. Um, so, like, I think the Bernard we see that and we're presented with is just really, like, what's happening? Is this now? Like, I don't know what's up. Um, mm-hmm. But is he's actually, like, that himself is actually being pushed along by the plan he already set in motion, like, however long ago. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I feel like I, I'm, I would still say is is very intentional on his part in terms of letting Dolores out or like making a way for her to get out. And I mean, you, you could yeah. argue, I mean, he's finally come, a, come around to agreeing with Ford, um, mm. in some ways. Cause you know, she, she got out. I mean, he got out. I don't know if he was really expecting to get out. It's confusing. Oh, man. Like it is, it is so, so much confusing. Like, like my 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 mind is trying to hold on to all the different scenes, and there's just like, yeah. how do I keep it all together? Um, <laughs> it's like a it's like a magic trick unfolding this episode. Like there are different slights of hand that happen mm-hmm. um, to where you know uh, Bernard is taking out um, uh, what's it? Bernard is taking out Dolores's. Uh, data and then swapping it with the guest data mm-hmm. and then putting it into the new host body in the form of Charlotte. Um, I, I don't know. I guess my brain is just trying to wrap around when those things all happen. Mm-hmm. Um, but maybe maybe I'm not, I shouldn't worry about that because <laughs> Westworld doesn't want me to think I about it. I think the writers now. don't want you to, yeah. Right. Maybe, maybe that's like part of the secret to Westworld is just like, just keep presenting you things out of order and like um, just keep jumping around timelines and storylines just so right. you never really catch on to what they're doing. 
Right, right. Uh, maybe, maybe that's why it's that's that's just like their philosophy or just like how how they do it. Um, yeah. Did and did Westworld just pull a get out with uh, putting Dolores's mind inside of Charlotte's? Hmm. I mean, <laughs> like, oh, now I have the black a uh, black body. <laughs> yeah, that, that's thinking, like, like really oh my weird. God. Uh, <laughs> um, and also, like, man, when when she was leaving. They scanned her, and I was mm-hmm. like, "Does she not come up as a host? Thing. Or like, right. what's that scan for then? Like, I don't, I don't know. Um, unless that's like something they put in. Well, then this is me like making excuses for the <laughs> world. But I was, you know, you you could explain it away. But I was kind of right. like, what? Um, and it doesn't explain the spine bomb thing. Like, so I guess that that's just a myth, and it's they don't actually have. Yeah, well, I guess because Bernard made this new Charlotte, I guess he didn't put it oh, in. Oh, like, he didn't put it in. Yeah, that's my, my kind of excuse explanation was like, I guess they're only scanning for the bomb, not actually right, right. scanning, like, what you are. Oh, okay. Like, maybe. It's like, sure, I guess. Sure, um, yeah. Like, it would have been better if they just didn't scan her, and, like, we never even saw that. Because I was like, <laughs> uh, all right. Um, all right. Yeah. Oh, and then that that that's it. We're, we're like kind of all over the place, but I guess the episode's kind of all over that the place too. It's making us do it. Yeah. yeah. The whole season's all over the place, but um, the the whole conversation with Stubbs. Mm-hmm. Was that like, was significant. I was like, Stubbs, are are you a host? Like, I'm. Yeah, yeah. I'm very confused right now. He's like pretty hinting at it pretty strongly, in my opinion. Right. Um, but I was like, he, I, I mean, he would either be. He would either be a host who has um, some of the mesh network in him and is mm. able to kind of detect other hosts and communicate with them, or he's just a human who's like so in tune to host behavior that he knows all the little little intricacies and nuances of a host mm. that he can kind of tell the difference. Yeah, because I was like really surprised, you know, because he, he knew um, his Delores, or yeah, I guess, you know, he, he knew that something was off, that she was a host, mm-hmm. just the way he was talking about it, like, yeah, to me, I, I think I would jump to the conclusion that he's he's a host that Ford host. put in place, same as Bernard, yeah, yeah, kind of thing, um, which, in some ways, I feel like that just kind of becomes like... Just like a like a crutch in some ways, like it's just like this really easy explain things away kind of thing. Like, mm-hmm. oh yeah, that's that's just the host that Ford put in, and no one knows or knew. <laughs> um, well, he yeah. he couldn't control the uh, the Lakota people, the Ghost Nation, and so maybe he doesn't have the mesh network ability, and also he is a host because he doesn't have that um, that human over host ability. Mm. Yeah, oh yeah, that's true. He's he, yeah, he he's another another person that couldn't. Well, I, yeah, I guess can can hosts say that to each other? Well, Dolores says it to Bernard and it works. Mhm. Uh, I mean, Maeve is Maeve, so Yeah, she can do anything. Yeah. Uh I don't know. Yeah, cuz I, I yeah, I forgot that he tried that and it didn't work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so may, yeah. maybe that was like an early hints cuz I that was in the finale of season 1, right? I think. Yeah, I think that was episode nine, maybe. Yeah, it's like he like um, gets kidnapped, and that's like the last time we see him. I think. Yeah. Um. So maybe that's like an early hint, like, oh, he can't control the hosts. Maybe because I think, 
at that time, if you're watching it, you just take it as like, oh, even the Ghost Nation, like Lakota people, are are like waking up and like aren't aren't under control anymore. Right, right, right. But maybe it was well. I mean, they, they were though, so it's hard to say. Um, yeah. But maybe also it was like, hey, he can't control them because he's a host. Um, mm. I don't know. But what yeah. are your thoughts on the uh, forge and? Uh, finding out Logan is kind of the architect or the system itself behind everything. Yeah, I was just like, they, they always find ways to bring their characters back in one form right. or another. Um, like, and this, and this one is, it wasn't actually Logan coming back, but, you know, they just used, right, to, used the actor. Whereas other times they, they just find ways to sneak the actual characters back in. Um, yeah, that, I mean... That wasn't super compelling to me, I guess. Mm. It was interesting to see that that's what, they, like, William was working on, like, what Delos was working on. And mm-hmm. it was their attempts, I think, at being, like, super deep and philosophical about human nature. Because, mm. like, you detail, know, like, kind of the questions the whole time they're presenting, like, throughout the show, like, one of the premises, like, you know, can can these robot android things be considered alive? Like their consciousness, their decision making, all that stuff. Like we're we're thinking about um, these quote unquote robots, and like man, like are we're we're humans? We're too complex for them, so like they can't ever reach our level. Mm-hmm. But then in the Forge, the the Logan system, you know, the Logan. I'm gonna just call him Logan. Uh, his conclusion after scanning however many people he scanned, I forgot, he said the number, but it was like a lot of people, he right. he, was, he came to the conclusion that like humans are just really, really basic, actually, mm-hmm. and really simple. And they're sure. just like, was like 10,000 lines of code or something or whatever they said. And like, yeah. no matter, because it was interesting, because they were testing James Delos and whatever, that's, that's like a whole other thing. But, um, like no matter how far he strayed and like his he was kind of deteriorating and got messed up he always reached mm-hmm. that last moment with Logan right so right. he's saying like humans his, his are core. really predictable like the right. best thing for them is to live by their code like how they're designed right i i like that line there that was a good one i think yeah so yeah yeah i, I thought that was good it's pretty deep so it is i think it's an interesting um like just a position because like we're, we're just thinking like man yeah we're we're we're, we're better than the hosts because we're human we're more mm-hmm. complex they can't be like us in reality at least based on the show humans are really simple mm-hmm. um yeah 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 so, I, I thought the cool. yeah i thought the forge scenes were kind of interesting it rem- reminded me of the matrix like kind yeah. of introducing this you know once again this virtual world that is very tangible um and I like how they brought Logan back. To me, he's a very compelling character because mm-hmm. I feel like despite all of the very kind of rigid characters in the show, he's, or not rigid, maybe rigid is not the word, but uh, he just seems very raw and just very kind of, it is what it is, mm-hmm. kind of like just kind of a very honest character. Um, and I thought it was it was cool how he kind of changed his 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 kind of personality to be the system. Um, though I was also kind of like, well, it's just kind of like a, like a underhand throw, just kind of toss him in there, like mm-hmm. as like, oh, by the way, he's not gone. He's you know, like you said, he's 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 here again as the actor, but he's playing something else. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I thought it was uh it was it was cool how you mentioned that um, Bernard it was up to him it was his choice mm-hmm. kind of what what happens with Dolores and um, I guess it makes me think about my initial response of like Bernard's conscious choices and I think yeah it was it was ultimately up to him to allow uh, Dolores into the real world um, especially you know with the with the books being there to help hosts survive in the real world to kind of be like, these are the humans and this is how they act. So you can kind of overtake them and then also presenting the sublime, like that other world that the host could go to. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, very clearly they're presenting two choices for Bernard to make. Um, so yeah. And I don't know. It was, it was, it was just there, you know, yeah. it was just like something that was there. And I don't, it didn't exactly push the plot forward as far as kind of filling the gaps a little bit mm-hmm. of what is the forge and kind of, you know, where are we going to go from here? Yeah, I agree. It's just kind of like a thing that they had. We we, yeah. we didn't mention this. I, I don't remember exactly what episode it was when the even the name the forge was told to us. I think it was the first time, like after Bernard is in the cradle and he comes back out, and, like, he meets up with Elsie in, like, the garage, and she's like, hey, if you know what's going on, you gotta tell me, and he's trying to hide the fact that he sees Ford, and, like, Ford is in his code, and so he's like, mm. oh, um, Delos has this thing called the Forge, and they backed up all the human um, consciousness. Like, I think that's the first time I remember it being mentioned. Um, may or may not be correct. I feel like that was just really out of nowhere. Mm. Um, so even, even this whole, now that we're actually there seeing the forge and all that, yeah, it's, it seems, I mean, it's not random cause we kind of been building up to it, but also mm-hmm. I don't know if it fulfilled, like had the weight maybe that the writers were hoping it would. Right. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, yeah, this whole like finale, I feel like there's just a lot of different things that are just kind of there that they had even, yeah, like the the host like Eden or whatever, you know, sublime and all that is just like, Oh, all right. All right. Yeah. <laughs> it's just more, wor- it's more world building when you want things to be kind of having some closure at this point. Yeah. For a finale. Yeah. I guess that makes sense. Um, yeah. I feel like this episode like just kind of departed a lot from what we're familiar with because they introduced right. the forge and like all of that, like, um, cause the, for most of the season, like Ghost Nation, Akechita, their perspective was like, yeah, it's it's the door to a new world kind of thing. And then Dolores was like, oh, yeah, it's the door to, like, the human world. Um, and they, they kind of had these different perspectives on it. And then we're also told yeah. there's, like, the backup of all the human people. And then it's like, right, right, right. actually, you're all right. It's everything. Um, <laughs> I was like, oh, okay, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Man. Anything else about this episode before we just go ad nauseum about all the little details? Yeah. Man, maybe the more we're talking about it, the less I like it. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's fine. I, I still look back on the experience with positivity. Um, yeah. Well, that's good. I mean, for me, like, if this episode is supposed to take me somewhere, I don't want to be a passenger on this ride. Ooh, ooh. Get him. That's funny. Um, yeah, I think <laughs> one of the other things that were significant that they'll 
I think is part of be part of the tease for season three is that Dolores takes five control units out of the park. Um, mm-hmm, so yep. I'm curious who those five are. Like yeah. one of them is obviously Bernard because she mm-hmm. she reprints Bernard, and then one of them is the mm-hmm. new Charlotte, whoever that is, and then that leaves like whoever, three yeah. more. Like at first, I thought like, oh, maybe one of them was Teddy, because she, I think she took his control unit Te- yeah. after he killed himself. Right. Um, yeah. That's a good. That's yeah. a good guess. But he, we see a scene of him in that sublime place, though. Yeah. So like, does that okay. mean that's not him then? Like, you know, if if you're there, then can you not like still be in your control unit? I, I don't really know. Mm-hmm. Um, and then a comment on that, he's just like standing in the field by himself and he just like looks super sad. Um, <laughs> I think he was expecting Dolores to be there or something. Right. Um, so, so I'll always, Teddy's just sad, you know, whether actually cause <laughs> he's alone or cause he's dying. Um, sad, yeah. sad Teddy. But yeah, so I don't know. It's, I, I don't know if you have guesses cause that's kind of all, all we would have is just like guesses, but that was just one thing where right. like, they showed it very obviously, like, oh, yeah, she has a bunch of these pearls or whatever, mm-hmm. um, and she's taking them out. So I, I don't know. That's just something I you know, got, got to mention. Yeah. And also got to mention the little, um, well, another teaser after the credits of the man in black yeah. being in his own Delos kind of testing for fidelity situation. Mm-hmm. And his... His uh, experimenter is his daughter, Emily. Yeah, yeah. That was like, man, because the, the episode closes with, with the whole like Bernard and, and Dolores like conversation. And like it sets up the next season. And then like, you know, Bernard is like happy. He like leaves the house or whatever. And I'm like, ah, okay. I, I feel relative closure slash like looking ahead. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I feel relatively okay. And then they like throw that yeah. in there, and I'm like, ah, Westworld, you make me feel bad <laughs> again. Um, you make me feel confused again. Um, so, yeah, man, I, that was really I, I didn't expect that. Um, yeah, and, that trips it up even yeah. more for me. Like, yeah, because yeah. he was going down. This is after he gets up after Dolores uh, shoots him, and he gets up and he goes in the elevator, mm-hmm. and. That elevator scene is spliced in different pieces throughout the episode. Mm-hmm. And at the very end, we finally realize where that elevator is going to. And it gets to that Delos lab. And we we don't even know, because the water is all gone. We don't know how long that period of time is from mm-hmm. the time he gets up from the the desert area and gets to the Delos thing. So, like, I, I don't know if even those two scenes are connected or if after De- after Dolores shot the man in black, how long he was laying there until he finally got up, you know? Because yeah. I, I had the impression of when he got down to the lab where Emily was, that that was a long, like, that was a significant amount of time later. Mm-hmm. Or or maybe that's, like, in, an, in another dimension or something because, mm-hmm. you know, he's, it's obviously a totally different, I don't, yeah, it's, it, yeah. It kind of messed it up for me. Yeah, I don't know if you watched the um, the like behind the scenes part. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think Lisa Joy mentions it briefly, um, where she's like, "That scene is in the future." 
Oh, okay. I think. She, I'm, like, pretty sure she said that. And, like, basically, in order to test for his fidelity... I mean, she didn't say this part, I think, is the implication. But, like, in order to test for his fidelity, they, like, run him through, like, that whole... Everything leading up to that moment. Oh, um, I see. I think. Just, like, to set, like... Assuming, like, if it is in the future, then, like, that's a host version of Man in Black. Um, mm-hmm. And then, like, to set him up to be there, they kind of run him through those scenes, like, going down the elevator and all that stuff. And then, then yeah. Emily, I guess, um, questions him. Um, so then, So then what happens is that that whole, this whole season two of the host getting to the forge and the man in black getting there. That is his fidelity test, just mm, happening over and over and over again. Could be. <laughs> I, I don't know how far back it Dang. extends necessarily. Uh, <laughs> that that just That's throws a like a whole other test. thing in there. <laughs> where I'm like, Westworld, don't do that. Um, <laughs> but yeah, maybe. Yeah, because he, okay. he's still hurt. He's still like holding his hand after like the, the gun backfired on him and all that stuff. So like for him... He had just gone down the elevator to go after Dolores and Bernard. Right. So, yeah, however far back that fidelity Man. test extends. Like, I don't know what they're trying to say with that ending scene. Like, I feel like it's almost one of those. They just threw it in there just because, like, they wanted some mm-hmm. end credit scene that, like, really just, like, Marvel style, like, flip the table. Like, oh, <laughs> like, what the heck? Um well, they had to bring Emily back somehow, just like they brought back. I mean, Logan. yeah, that's true. They had to bring everybody back somehow, um, right? Felix, Sylvester, they still <laughs> in this? Yeah, that's right. They're gonna save Maeve. <laughs> that 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 was yeah, the thing on right. the beach. They're like, yeah, salvage whoever you want, and they just like look at Maeve. Look at Maeve. <laughs> yeah. So you well, know, gone, all though. these people died because technically Bernard and Dolores are the only ones that survived, mm-hmm. or whoever else the control unit she has, but. Yeah, I mean, if season three starts out and like everybody's back, that'd be that would feel unsatisfying. I think mm-hmm. it's just like the same thing, but just outside, or or like yeah. Maeve in the park, <clears throat> but then Dolores Bernard outside the park. I don't know. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I, I should I shouldn't have uh, questioned it for you. <laughs> no, I don't want I don't want you to to not like this episode. Yeah, I mean, it's fine. Um, Overall, like, you know, Westworld's still Westworld. I'll still watch it. Um, yeah. Well, well yeah. 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 Okay. All right, well, we should, we, uh, we, we got to keep hashing this out next week when we um, go over the season as a whole uh, because I think we really have to do our homework, do some studying, come up with some cohesive thoughts about this, this season two because... In my mind, it's a lot more convoluted mm-hmm. than season one. There's a lot more parts and pieces. And um, I don't want to just outright say it's not as good as season one. Uh, but I definitely need, with your help and possibly Caleb's help, to kind of tie everything together. Yep. Um, so let's end off this episode with uh, our typical segment of what's making you happy this week. So, Dill, man, what's what's making you happy this week? Yeah. Um, in a different way connected to food than my usual um, is cooking food. 
not just eating oh, food. Oh, hey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So last week, it was a pretty busy week for school. Had a test and some other stuff. So it's it just like, you know, looking forward to the end of the week type of deal. Yeah. And so one of the things I do at the end of the week is just I have like a small group, like Bible study for church and stuff. We we meet at my house. And every week we try to, every people sign up to bring food, et cetera, et cetera. And, and this week... Um, I, I decided to sign up and then it was also like that day I had this big Hebrew test. So I was like, yeah, I just want to kind of not do school stuff and do something else. So mm-hmm. I cooked, um, I cooked this Penang curry, chicken curry for my Whoa. small group. Um, Dang. you know, yeah, so it was, it was fun. I, I don't really get to cook much anymore just cause I'm living with my parents and they usually do all the cooking. Right. So... Yeah, it's, it's enjoyable. It was fun. Um, I didn't really know how it was going to turn out. I, I kind of like read a recipe, but then while I was cooking, I, I, wasn't, follow, I wasn't looking at it, so I didn't follow mm. it. So it's just kind of like YOLO, like, oh, yeah, I hope this yeah. works out fine. Um, and and people bad. said it was good, you know, that, so I think it, it worked out well. So Nice. I enjoyed it. It was Valentine's Day that day, so I was, you know, telling Whoa. people, it's like, man, me and my 10 dates, I feed them, welcome <laughs> them to my house. Um, right. I gave them chocolate covered pretzels, you know. Oh my god! Yeah, you speed dating, Dill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just throw in a wide net, and be like, "Hey, who who wants to love <laughs> on this man?" Yeah, yeah. Who who here though? You know. Um, <laughs> yeah, so that was fun. I, I liked it. You know, just being able to cook and then also feed some people and just enjoy the food together. It was, it was good. Nice. Yeah. So, what well, what about you, man? What's making you happy? Yeah, my what's making me happy this week was a Lunar New Year dumpling party hey. on Saturday that I was able to enjoy with um, some friends. It was just cool getting together and sharing a piece of a piece of my culture, pieces of you know some of our friends' culture. Uh, you know, growing up making dumplings at home with our family. Uh, we we did it from from beginning to end. We did the we did the filling. We, wow. Uh, we even like took the cabbage, we cut it up, and we squeezed the water out with salt. Wow! Like yeah, we did it real legit, one hundred percent. Um, nice. yeah, it turned out really well. It, it was cool to see how everyone folded their dumplings. Mm. Like we had this one guy who, uh, straight up wasting wrappers, like putting <laughs> putting uh, two wrappers with one filling, <laughs> and like making like an envelope. And I was like, uh, okay, you, you get a pass this time, you know. <laughs> but uh, um, so, and then, uh, you know, one of my, uh, the friend who hosted the dumpling party, she had a particular way of folding it with, like, mm. pleating it just sure. from one side to the other. And then I had my way that I grew up doing with my mom. So it was just cool seeing, you know, everyone kind of get together and, and, and enjoy dumplings uh whether they look ugly or they mm. look beautiful mm. um it's, it, was, it was all very delicious so nice that was definitely a high point in my week yeah pretty cool pretty cool yeah well uh man i, I think we promised ourselves that we we wouldn't be too deep on these episodes you know and maybe that's more of a resolution for next season but um <laughs> Yeah, thanks for pouring it over with me, Dill, and uh, thanks for everyone tuning in, and we hope to catch y'all next week when we hash out the entirety of Season 2. Mm-hmm. Peace. This was the Pour Over Podcast. You can email us at pouroveroshow at gmail.com and follow us on Instagram at pourover underscore show. 
to stay up to date with the Pour Over Gang. Our artwork is by Daniel Liu. Find him on Instagram at Here Comes Daniel. Music is by Joshua Yin. You can listen to his other tracks on SoundCloud.com slash KidMajestic. One word. Thanks for joining us and take care. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah.